Hey guys, this is Paper in Pain. I'm Steve. I'm Christian. Uh, hi everyone. I think we'll just jump straight into action today. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty special guest. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we have Samantha just sitting right in front of us. So I'm going to do a little introduction. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, my name is Samantha and I'm a product designer. So nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you too. Yeah. Would you mind just telling us a little bit boring fact about yourself? Boring fact? That's tough. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, because no fact is boring, isn't it? Yeah. Um, hey, uh, my name is Samantha and I'm a product designer. Um, I'm currently based in Singapore right now, but mm-hmm. I'm originally from Indonesia. Um, yeah, and, and um, I think recently I was working in Grab uh, for the past two and a, I would say like two, pen, ten, two and a half years. So, yeah. Um, Facts about myself. Uh, I enjoy the outdoors. I like sketching. Mm-hmm. Um, I like anything music related. I love singing. So, yeah, some fun facts. About oh, I can me. tell you got a very nice voice for jazzy a little bit. Thanks. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Appreciate love that. So, thanks so much for coming over. Uh, I think we wanted to talk to you about a few things, but uh, when we had a little chat yesterday, be- <laughs> yes. right before doing the episode, uh, we did discuss one really important topic and I think I wanted us to like expand on it today and for anybody who might be tuning in, uh, all the 10 people who are subscribed to our podcast right now, uh, they, I think, might find it relevant. Sending a lot of love to all of you. Mom, thank you for listening. Uh, so one little fact about Sam on top of the description was that uh, she was my colleague at Grab until very recently. We were essentially working on, well, basically the same same set of products. Yeah. And uh, Sam got affected by layoffs after two and a half years. As much as it hurts to, you know, see the headlines when you are not impacted yourself it just hits differently and I wanted to talk to someone who had this experience you know Mm -hmm. firsthand and essentially a lot of people could you know resonate with this Uh, if you could share what you've been through the past Mm -hmm. month Mm -hmm. and (laughs) most importantly how did your perception of your life, yourself as a designer, it changed? Because when you say you're a product designer, I think this uh, is no longer a description that you give in, mm-hmm. you know, first thing. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's let's start from, you know, the, the very beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think um, to share a bit of context, this is definitely the first time that I've been affected by um such happening so um yeah i think i think the 
this was like probably a month ago. It's, it's way over a month, one and a half months ago. Um, I mean, the reality is that it's it's tough. Like, you know, it's very, very difficult, especially the, the first few weeks. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, a few stages of grief, right? And and a job loss is, is definitely like a griefing process as well. Um, and um, the first few weeks was really tough. There, there was a there was a phase where you kind of feel and ask yourself, like, uh, is this really happening, right? Is this really the reality that is in my life right now? Um, you know, like, everything just switched and flipped, right? And what is going on? Um, I think some people definitely can process it very differently. Um, but usually the question, at least for me, the question was like, whoa, what's going on? And the next question, uh, I think the next natural question that at least I asked um, and what I observed from other people that were affected as well is like, why me? Like, um, yeah, it was, it was um, given it was a lot of people, it was a thousand people, but there's still that question intrinsically, like, why me, you know? Um, yeah, I think it was really, really tough. Um, but to me, now, like a few weeks after, um, after you kind of go back to the equilibrium again, um, I think I I, I kind of just start asking myself. I try to ask myself, okay, like, what can I learn from myself from the experience, right? And and I think reflecting back um, on this experience, like, I, I'm just really really grateful for all of the support that. Um, you know, my ex-colleagues have been given, giving me, right? Um, just asking me how I'm doing and kind of just like um, being there for me through tough times. And I think naturally when when these things happen, you kind of start reflecting on like the things that's going on in your life. Um, so, yeah, I think um, one one thing that I try to at least try to do is just really, I'm a natural extrovert. <laughs> so the next question for me is like, okay, like how do I, or how do I stay afloat? Like how do I um, keep myself on a good equilibrium even in the middle of all of this, right? Um, but at the same time, balancing that with being kind to yourself as well. I think that's very, very important. I think especially... Um, the first few weeks, I think the toughest battle, it's like, okay, like, I don't have a job right now and I need to quickly do something about it because, um, especially considering how tough the market is right now, there's a sense of like, okay, what I need to do next, right? Um, and, and, and I don't think that's wrong. Everyone approaches it very differently, but I think um, what I realized is also like to be kind to yourself and to also like give time. Um, and I think what I realized is that, um, I, I guess what I realized when I first, it was a few years going into Grab, um, I, I mean, I came to Singapore because of work essentially and because of a job and that's essentially what defined me in a way, um, coming into a new country and it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I came for a job and I got this new position. Um, and then I realized when it's taken away, right? Because like everything else, nothing is just really constant, um, including like, unfortunately, <laughs> including like work and job as well. And then 
you're kind of left, at least for me, there's also some questions like, who am I? Like, like, what am I right now? Like, okay, what do I do right now? So um, I think circling back again to what I was saying earlier, this is why it's really important to be kind to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really lucky there's a lot of people reminding me to be kind to myself as well. Um, and now I, I realize why I needed to take that. So after the break, um, I, I took basically like a few weeks off, three weeks off. And just really take the time to um, talk to people, uh, get inspired again. And just going back to the things that I love doing and just to to regain that energy back, right? And just really, really reflecting on like, um, who am I like as a person apart from like the company or like my work? Um, at my previous company so yeah I think that's um, that was kind of like the next step that I took before kind of going back again to that um, building your resume and like going back to your portfolio again so yeah so so that actually reminds me of um, something I heard before it's your job yes for sure the ideas and is if you can find what you love to do as your job, that will mm. be you will be one of the rarest lucky ones in the world. But there are rainy days, and if you lost your job, but you can find out you still love what you're doing, mm. and you can find out the energy coming from that moment. Mm. It's not about just having a job, but since that enjoying to do actually helps you to regain your energy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this this moment of um self-discovery mm-hmm. and uh, self-care has been it basically has become one of the the, the most important things actually and um, it, it determines how we whether we choose to stress ourselves out yes. or we, we still try to, to try to get the energy back mm-hmm. against the busy life mm-hmm. that we're facing every day yeah yeah um no totally uh i think um connecting to that right it's it's also kind of like a, a self it's a it's a discovery journey and and i think um this actually reminds me of one of the reflection that came up to me after i um i'm not in the company anymore it's like um i think being in a um, I, I think it doesn't matter like the size of the company like when you go into that cycle of just working every day and i mean even right now especially you not necessarily required to go to the office as well so you just meet people like online and you do like meetings online as well right and i think one of the realization that i had um after um being out of the company is like oh you know like there i was actually surrounded by so many like amazing human beings and Mm -hmm. people you know and and I, I think one of the realization is like, okay, have I been trying to get to know them like better, you know, like beyond just like work interactions and like mm-hmm. getting the projects forward. And, mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, um, especially where like our um, area and line of work, we're surrounded by people who are very, very creative. Like they have, they come from different point of view and, and it was, it's quite funny because we went on a, I think this thought like sparked me when, when we, um, I went with the, um, a couple of my, um, uh, grab designer friends and we were, we were sketching and it's like, wow, you know, like 
and then just kind of hearing their stories like everyone is just so like inspiring and in, in all of this time like yeah you know where have I been apart from my work and for, for my project and um, I think that's that hits me you know like it's, it's just so important to keep like to to be asking ourselves like who are we like truly and like who am I really apart from what I'm doing like every day even if like what we do every day is like aligned to what we like doing because again like burnout is very real as well so um yeah I think that's back again to just keeping yourself inspired like talking to just really getting to know your 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 colleagues at work because they are all like very talented and very inspiring individuals that have their own stories like what's going on with them like what do they do like how do they get where they are and what drives them what is going on with them by the way have you noticed things that have changed for you mm. know people who were not affected by layoffs as in anything that they doing differently now when you look at it from a slightly different perspective yeah um so i i, I think like one of the realize a realization um, i'm not sure if this is like answering the question per se but um I, I think like what i what i realized like um some individuals that i that i'm trying to learn from is like from these people right like how like keeping that positive boundary for yourself in a way i'm not saying everything else is negative but what i mean by positive boundary is that like protecting that zen circle for yourself like wherever your place wherever you work and like just really reminding yourself what is inspiring what what inspires me like what kind of people inspire me who should i be talking to to like um keep this positive energy because to be very honest like i think um working in in tech uh, or any like industry to be fair can just easily suck the energy out of you but um i do notice like you know f from these like few individuals that i that i um um observe like how do they keep this positive energy and just really like keep on going and i think what what i um so, like the biggest takeaway is like they just have this ability to just um maybe like it's compart compartmentalizing but also i see it in a way like if you're in the middle like this is kind of like your boundary of bubble like mm -hmm. how do you protect that bubble so that it doesn't pop right and how do you how do you keep your identity and really truly knowing who you are as a person um so that you know like when these kind of things happen because again nothing is consistent you have things within you that is consistent and these are the things that cannot be taken away from you which is who you are as a person and like what you believe in what, what you're passionate with and yeah what you enjoy doing and what inspires you so um i think that's one of the realization and i realized like hey you know i wish i would have done more of that instead of yeah just focusing too much on like mm, I mean, projects are important. You have to still deliver, but it's also important to take care of yourself and just really um, stay inspired, especially if you're in a, surrounded by other really inspiring and, like, awesome people. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually know what 
to blame for it. Mm. I can definitely say that I've observed more of this in Singapore than anywhere else. Mm. The lot of people just essentially identifying themselves with the work that they do. Yeah. Wearing the title as a badge, you know, it's so attached to your name that the first question that people ask you is, okay, where are you from and what do you do? And that does not mean that they want to hear about your hobbies. They actually want to hear about how much money you make, you know, which company you're working for. And that defines your position within the hierarchy, you know, even if it's not a formal one. It's still like how people are going to approach you, what kind of attitude are they going to show, etc. So you are defined by the people around you the societal mm. norms right by what you do and losing a job in that sense doesn't only mean that you lose the source of income mm -hmm. it also means that you lose that place you know that used to define you and now you don't even have an answer to it it's like a, you were retrenched but what are you doing now mm -hmm. when are you going to find another job when are you going to start doing it again when are you going to get back to the grinder right mm -hmm. so i guess uh, my question is, and like we we started doing the same thing again, right? You introduce yourself and you say you're a product designer, <laughs> and I say the same thing about myself, and I, I I stop myself midway and I say, well, I don't want to define myself as a product designer, right? right? Mm -hmm. uh, so the the question I guess here is, uh, what would be the first steps? Like I understand the the destination, right? Finding what you love and doing what you enjoy and taking care of yourself mm -hmm. ultimately. Mm -hmm. uh, where do I begin? Because I feel like my life is eighty percent work and twenty percent sleep, and occasionally it's the other way around. You know, nothing in between. Right. Um, okay, so I, I think, um, I, I think I, at least for me, this is, I, I'm not sure if this is like kind of like um, too simplistic or something like that. But at least for me, it's just really asking myself again, like, what, like, what ignites me? You know, like, what, what's, what excites me? Like, and what do I truly like enjoy, enjoy like doing? Um I, at least I started asking this question just because um, it's just not, for me at least, it's just not easy to just like, okay, like force yourself back to like, okay, resume, okay, portfolio, right? And, and at least for me, like when I built resume and portfolio, especially portfolio as well, um, I do realize like it's, it's very important to also put your personality and like basically like who you are, like a part of you in it, yeah. right? Like what defines you as a person right like okay this is what you do as a job but what part of you can you share in your portfolio like what part of you can you reflect in your in your work i just thought of a horrible analogy <laughs> it's it's like what are you going to put in your tinder profile <laughs> because you can't really put that you're a senior manager that's holding acquisitions and financial assets at I don't know HSBC. People, right? people do that, you know. They're like if, if you download the Bumble app, 
pretty pretty top popular nowadays. And people start to put, okay, this is my age, this is my gender, this is my. And this name. is how much money I made: base <laughs> yeah. salary, equity compensation, the position, which company you're coming from, how many years of experience been there as a professional. Looking for an independent woman, at least eight years of experience in professional capacity as a project manager. And at the end of the day, your portfolio, the profile is never going to express who you truly are. Yeah. And when you're talking about like your portfolio as a designer, yeah. it doesn't necessarily to be your work aspect of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though people were telling us, you need to show your professional aspect to the others, to the hiring manager who potentially can hire you. But mm-hmm. that doesn't define you, like your portfolio has to be everything related to work. Yes. It can be a little bit fun fact about yourself. It can be the fun fact. It can be the boring fact. Yeah. But that little fact, the little fun touch, it's making you. It's making you more human. Right. It's. We're not talking about just the products because nowadays, pretty much this hiring process is like selecting. It's pretty industrialized, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like basically taking actual all the applicants as as product mm-hmm. as something. On a supermarket shelf, so you can just go ahead and browse it and pick this. Mm-hmm. But but we are human; we're not products. Right. Okay. Let me challenge the both of you be, be, before <laughs> we before we discuss the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if I know and enjoy nothing other than design, and I don't enjoy design to a degree where I can say, "Well, this is my life, and this is all I want to do." You know, it's a tricky situation, right? You need mm-hmm. to do what you love, mm-hmm. but Sam's a talented artist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sketchbook that you got is absolutely incredible. And scene. You can, you can pretty much just open it mm-hmm. and immerse yourself in those drawings. Like, they are fantastic. And you find this outlet, right? It's yes. how you express yourself. It's where you find this, this little place where you go to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you... Uh, have your cello and cats. I, I know what else do you do, but a bunch of it, another five thousand things maybe. Okay, but I'm struggling to find that kind of outlet for myself because mm-hmm. there's nothing that would ignite me other than than that. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about myself mm-hmm. again. An, an example, right? How do I find this flame? Where do I mm-hmm. go? Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I I think for me. Um, again, like I, I might not be able to speak for everyone on this, but I, I'm in a position where I'm lucky enough because I, I know like I love drawing. I love um, painting and things like that since I was really, really young. So I know like this is what I love to do. Um, but I think like maybe like to encourage everyone is just just to try different things, you know, like I, I know like um, sometimes like, even for me when I would try to do th- like new things, um, there's could be questions like, oh, no, but I don't think I'm going to like that, <laughs> you know, or like, oh, yeah, I don't know, like oh, it just doesn't look like it's for me, you know, but you don't actually know until like, you kind of try. Mm-hmm. So like just trying different things and also for me, like also talking to different people right talk to different like people that are very different than you like um i mean like if you're a designer then talk to people that are not designers as well Mm -hmm. obviously talk to designers too and and like of different maybe um disciplines right 
but just really explore and just yeah. find inspiration in in people and and yeah Let's try different things. No, I, think. I, I think I uh, reason I'm asking, right, is mm. what I see a lot of, especially in Singapore, are the mm. people that uh, the people who do not want to try things because they are ashamed of not knowing how to do them, right? Mm. So people who say, "Well, I can't draw, and that's why I'm not <laughs> going to try it," yeah. you know, and they limit themselves to well, essentially doing what they know how to do well. Yeah. And all the other things, like, I've been trying to drag into those sketching sessions, like, a lot of people that would straight away refuse because they'd say, well, all of those talented individuals, I would just look stupid, right? Mm -hmm. Is that something that you can, like, overcome? Is that yeah. something that you can fight or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's really... I mean, if we're using the analogy of, like, sketching, right? Um... What's really interesting to me, I think this is like, I, I learned it from this one time I was sketching with a friend is that um, I was sketching with a friend and she's, she doesn't have any art background, right? She's a consultant, <laughs> which is way different than what we do as, and as a, like a designer. And one day I was just telling her like, yeah, you know, like just come with me and sketch. And she, she tried it. And then, you know, it's, it's really interesting because she she has her own style and that's what I saw in her work. It's just like, wow, it's, it's really interesting to see like how you approached art as a, you know, as a non-designer. Again, I'm not trying to separate designer and non-designer yeah. because yeah. at the end of the day, I truly believe that we're all an artist and we, are, we, yeah. we all are, we all can draw and we, express. We are potentially expressive yeah. and also dancers yeah. or human. I don't know. Yeah. And listening to killers right. <laughs> all night long. Yes. <laughs> are we going to cut that out? You want to cut out the killers? <laughs> yeah, I was I was sharing it's like and then I saw her drawing and and um I just see so much details and you know like whoa, you know it's it's so inter I, I told her like it's so interesting like how we approach um drawing the same building very differently. Mm -hmm. Like the things that we focus on is very very different. Um I would focus I don't like drawing too much details, right? Um I would just draw like scribbly things. But then yeah. for her, she draws every single windows on the wall. Mm -hmm. oh. And it just, it's just interesting because at the end of the day, like everyone has something to offer. You yeah, know, there's yeah. just, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And, and I think that's what mm, it's encouraging to see as well. Like with this shame, it's like, but you are a different individual and everyone is essentially different. It can't be like yeah. the same. So, yeah. yeah. So I think I wanted to get back to the uh, slightly less pleasant topic of, you know, surviving the layoff and the moving layoff. forward. I think being creative and having an outlet is a really, really important thing. I've also noticed that uh, a lot of people who have, in fact, stayed on the job mm -hmm. now feel more, uh, I wouldn't say miserable, but they are much less focused. Mm. Uh, they are much less happy, just, you know, driven by the desire to essentially do anything. Mm -hmm. uh, and for a lot of them, it feels like, although they still do have a job, the job had lost its meaning, mm -hmm. especially if it's in like, there's some companies where there's absolutely no no desire to do anything whatsoever, mm -hmm. right? There's like toxic bosses or like in general lack of culture that just... 
uh, you know, does not really help you feel creative or anything. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that is, you know, a valid assumption? And do you feel like there is something that should be done with not only people who have lost their jobs, but also to people who have stayed after the layoffs? Mm -hmm. Do you think they are a group of people who would also, you know, need to go through the basically similar process mm. of uh, reflection, so, yeah. you know, how do they rediscover themselves? Right. Um, yeah, I, 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 I really do think so. Because um, I think like funny enough, like um, I actually started thinking about this even before like the layoff as well. Mm. Um, because again, I think we were talking earlier about, yeah, it's just really easy to just get caught up in that cycle of just like work every day because it, it takes so much of your day, right? 80% of yep, your day. Yep. And um, I think it would, it's, it's, it's important to just really go back again to just really, uh, to me, I wish I started earlier, you know, like I wish I started maybe like, um, like learned it earlier, but that's also, I, I think it's very, very relevant to everyone who still has their job right now. It's just talking about, you know, how you define yourself, how a lot of people define yourself what, by what they do as a career, right? Um, even when their career is like something they enjoy doing, like designing. But yeah, yeah. Like who I am a part of this, what do I enjoy, like really, really enjoy doing? And like, um, and, and I think like maybe another question to look at it as well. What can I offer to other people other than like me being like a product designer? Like who am I as a person, right? Like, um, and I think this brings to that question again, like, okay, like uh, I'm, I'm beyond this. Like I'm, I'm beyond my work. I'm also like a human, like, um, and going through that process of discovery, like what I can do, what I'm good at, like trying different things could be like a good experiment to just really see like what else can I offer to like other people that are close to me that are in the society in general. Like, right. I think. One of the things that I discovered through this is like, I actually really love listening to other people. And yeah, it's, 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 that's why it's really, really important to just really, what, what else can I offer? How can I, I would say, I don't know, like, I think the word serving is sometimes seeing as like negatively, but how can I serve other people? Or how can I serve the society like beyond who I am? as like mm -hmm. a, my job, mm -hmm. right? Whatever it may be, designer, engineers, accountant, um, you know, um, investment banker and everything like that. So yeah, I think definitely I would encourage that to everyone who's like, still wouldn't, the job wouldn't want to think of layoffs as, you know, having this kind of a silver lining, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know what you think of, you know, the state of the industry in general. You did mention the word burnout at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like we are in effectively a crisis as designers, especially mm -hmm. those of us who do work for like big companies or with big companies, because a lot of us have lost any sense of purpose and a sense of impact mm -hmm. other than business metrics, you know. And as a result, you see people who, yeah, who are 
forced to survive in this, then you multiply it by, say, in case of Singapore, you have like one of the longest working hours, right? Uh, very few public holidays, uh, people just not using their annual leaves, uh, me being like guilty of that. Uh, I'm not like fully utilizing even like the 14 days that I have on my balance, like 18 something. I'm barely using half of it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you find yourself in a situation where you effectively allow your job to define yourself. Mm-hmm. But then this job is also kind of meaningless because uh, you see things change at a pace that uh, like it's unprecedented, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't even know if what you do today will be relevant and valid tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, can you think of maybe uh, you know examples from the top of your head of things that you know you, any anyone could just pick up and do that won't be made you know obsolete tomorrow because someone invents something that you know just replaces the need for a human in that right um i mean again i think i think i can only like maybe frame this in the in terms of like like serving other people and just really yeah. finding meaning is just like i i don't think like we can truly replace like human connection right yeah. um yeah. and i think there's just a true true value like in that right um i mean can start talking to your colleague and and i don't know listening skill i think mm-hmm. that's also like a really really important thing to have and just really like that sense of like empathy and like building connection like connecting people together um yeah i I don't know like something that's that's a offers a little bit more human touch but are you talking about just like like hobbies or are you talking about just any skill or like passion or i think at this point we we shouldn't even be like separating them you know in a way that i I, the, the reason I love the modern world and I hate it at the same time is that you can pick up a hobby <laughs> and you can turn it into your, you know, daily job. Yeah, money. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's both inspiring because I have people who, you know, who've been passionate about fishing for the entire <laughs> life. And like Maybe. 20 years ago, it felt like, oh my God, what are you doing? Find a job. And right now, this guy's got like a few million subscribers on the TikTok account wow. and he's made a business off of it. And and I'm, I'm really happy about him, but I don't think he is happy anymore. As in, like mm. his hobby already turned into the the day job. So, uh, I'm thinking about the yeah the creative outlets definitely, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking of what we could do to drive the change in you know the minds of the people, mm-hmm. designers in particular. Mm-hmm. How do we make them you know feel? inspired to try all those things and what could be those things you know painting being for instance one of the things that everybody's talking about you know being replaced by ai and phased out by like mid-journey and whatnot Mm -hmm. and you you did mention human connection and i think that's a really good example of what you can do as uh, a human being who's looking for a higher purpose you know uh Starting from examples like, I know, volunteering and working with people who actually need your support. Yeah. Going all the way to uh, 
if we talk about finding a job, right? Uh, finding a job in a sector that does require, you know, your attention to mm-hmm. things that are usually like left underserved. In case of design, I don't know, it could be some design for 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 social need, for social good, you know. Yeah. Education for underprivileged kids and just do a research in healthcare and wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think um I think this I so I don't know like one one thing that pops up to my mind is it's also like the word like authenticity right it's like yeah. who who are you really as a person mm-hmm. and like who is your authentic self and yeah. like okay what what can I actually um offer to other people right outside in this job and in when we're talking about ourselves being replaced by AI <laughs> And I don't know, just the word like <laughs> authenticity just like popped up. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's like, how can you bring that still bring that authenticity to like into your work and what you can yeah. offer? And oh, maybe we can be replaced as workers, you know, <laughs> but then we ourselves can't. And in this yeah. case, it's like, how can you allow yourself to be defined by the job title, knowing that the job title may be made obsolete, but you, right. you have value as as an individual self. Right. I I think like um, this kind of ties to like one of the reflection that I had after. Um, obviously, I got um, made redundant. Right. Um, it's that at the end of the day, I think people can forget like what you do but they won't forget how you make them feel and like just really how you make other people feel and 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 this is a question like what do you feel after you interact with an ai right you you kind of don't really feel anything but then i mean that's where we come in as like real human like we have real experiences we we have our hearts and we have our minds and um past experiences and yeah at the end of the day like this is maybe something that could like everyone who has a job as well like meanwhile that I have a job and to those who maybe don't have a job right now um what can I like what part of me can I offer through this right like what connection can I make because at the end of the day in your job as well right like yeah you like projects are just projects at the end of the day there's it's it's a problem statement what is a problem statement what is the goal what is the middle? Like, what can we fit in the middle? And it's problem solving and and any, any problem can be solved. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, sometimes, at least for me, what I realized, like after a few hours of working in corporate, is just like, you forget this human connection. Because those problem statements are basically emotionless. Yeah, exactly. They they just communicate a business need. Everything behind it, they're just like business impact, money, resources, hours. But, there is no human connection to it. Yeah, exactly. And and I think sometimes um, this is what we forget. Like when we work, we work in a community, we work with other people. And I think there's, again, like this is something that we cannot offer, like asking them, like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how have you been doing? What have you been to up lately? What's been inspiring to you? And, and just really offering this like support. And, and I think that's what you know, that's what I realized after going out of, like, you know, not in being in the company again. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, it's like the interactions that you had during that time you're in the company with other people mm-hmm. or even, like, with anyone that you meet, right, randomly in, like, some events. That's that's actually that matters. And, and that is 
like the authenticity that you can offer as a person. And that's always going to be different for each person that kind of be taken away from you. So um, I would say like maybe something along that line of like, um, you know, building empathy, like listening to other people, just really, yeah, like talking to them. Do, do you think it will like this change of mindset will impact the job uh, that you'd be searching for right now? As in a few years ago, uh, most of the designers and people in tech industries have been dreaming of working for, you know, a set of companies, you know, like mm-hmm. go work for Google, Microsoft, whatever, right? The big tech was the kind of a dream that would fulfill you and mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. you essentially just skyrocket all the way to, you know, mm-hmm. design heavens. But right now we're talking about a shift, right? So globally, uh, we know that most of those companies are not hiring. Uh, the way they retrench the workers mm-hmm. is not made them look well, you know, in the eyes of the public in general. And the shift that is happening might be, well, terminal for some of them. But in your case, you know, are you still thinking of, uh, you know, maybe just being able to compromise, you know, your newly found identity and understanding of who you want to be for the sake of you know stability or Mm -hmm. will you be looking for something you know that aligns better with your values i i think obviously if i can answer this very honestly like having a balance of both (laughs) (laughs) you know like um if i can have stability and also like something that's aligned to my Mm -hmm. to my value right but i think eventually like being very honest to myself it just makes me realize how important like culture is Mm -hmm. right again um the north star for everyone can be very very different um so but but i'm just speaking for myself right i think it just really shifts me to like okay what kind of team or like what kind of environment do i want to be working in what kind of people because eventually that's kind of like you know they're going to be the people that you're going to surround yourself every day with and you're going to be working together with them right what kind of culture so yeah i think i think realizing going through this journey of what's really important to you just really shifts uh one like not really not only like what kind of place company you want to work in but two like how do you view work in the light of everything else in life, right? Because at the yeah. end of the work yeah. is only a pillar in life. It's 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 not made yeah. to be everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it it these two kind of fits into each other. Maybe like I can even say like two actually is more important than one. Like, mm-hmm. what is work? Yeah. It, like I don't know if you guys have seen this. Like, um, if you if you like this mind map of like oh, like, what is my brain made of? It's like, oh yeah, 5% Netflix or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like how much work takes up yeah. all of this, right? And, and and like, this experience of like being retrenched is just, is also a journey of redefining that mm-hmm. within myself. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe like when I first uh, came like two years ago or something, it would take up like, okay, it's like 80% of like this map, this circle, yeah. right? But where it is right now, Right. It doesn't mean that it should make someone less responsible. Right. No, because when work comes to it, it is a responsibility. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, like h- how much does it define you? Maybe it can define you less. Right. So, yeah, I think that's that's 
how it actually changed, like how it shifted the particular perspective of work. Yeah. Sam, thank you so much. I I think it's been really great talking to you today. It's really inspirational. I think a lot of people who are tuning in, hi mom. Would really, really feel much better about themselves, and maybe some of them will rediscover the passions. You know, reignite something that will make them feel better, and ultimately help them land on their feet on the journey wherever they might be. And I personally wish you, you know, all the best in your hunt right now. Thank you. And- <laughs> Well, the unemployment can be a little bit fun. That's why people joking. It can be fun employment, but until the next job. Thank yeah. you so much enjoying for having the, me. Enjoying the phase, yeah. Thank you, and thanks everyone who's tuning in. Those paper and pain. This is Steve, and this is still Christian. I'll see you next episode. Cheers.